Welcome to Small Business Celebration. We're continuing our series on small business sustainability. And our guest this week, well, this business owner is helping us have the initiative we need to have a strong and profitable business. This is Small Business Celebration. Welcome, where we're celebrating small businesses for big breakthroughs. Welcome to Small Business Celebration, and our guest this week is Sue Watson, the owner of Business Initiatives. Welcome to Small Business Celebration. Thank you. Thank you for having me back. <laughs> exactly, because you were, what, episode, what, 163, 165? Oh, I don't know, but it was a couple of years ago. So. It was a couple, yeah, 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 and backed by popular demand. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and for the one or two visioneers who don't know who you are, who are you and what is it that you do? Yeah, so I'm a business consultant, coach. Name? My name is Sue Watson. My company is called Business <laughs> Initiatives, and I specialize in strategic planning and the development of leaders. And that's one of the challenges that a lot of business owners have, is, is becoming the leader within the, the coin phrase. Yeah, and you know, I think a lot of people don't really know what a leader is. If you ask me what a leader is, ah. my definition is that leaders make things happen that would not happen without them. Well, first of all, where are we? Because this is not your typical office. It's not my office, no. This is the office of Kern Economic Development Corporation. Right. And Richard Chapman allowed us to use this room today because this is my favorite place to work. I love this table. Right. I love everything about this. And, uh, yeah, Richard's doing great work in our community. He is, and he's also been a former guest here on Small Business. Okay, good. For those who are not part of Kern County or don't even know about Kern County, who, who is the Kern Economic Development Corporation? Well, the Kern Economic Development Corporation is, they have three basic premises right now. One is to raise the profile of the region mm. and to recruit companies into the region to raise employment numbers in, in our region as well. Good. And then we provide assistance, we, they, provide assistance, <laughs> they provide assistance to existing Kern County businesses. Right. And they work in partnership with other local organizations to support entrepreneurship. And that is what we do. Yeah. You're a business coach. You've been giving a lot of business owners a lot of valuable insight. And why did you get into this, into this kind of business? Because this is like psychology, practicality. It's kind of a messy yeah. business. Yeah, it's, it, it is. It is because we're working with people whose businesses become their babies. Right. You know, sometimes they're firstborn, right? Right. But uh, yeah, the why is interesting because sometimes I forget the why myself and I just got back from my vacation. Right. And I actually spent some time working on my why again and it's really clear that what I like to do is make a difference in people's lives. Right. So the why is making a difference and my platform for doing that is business and business growth. But most of what I do, particularly on the leadership side as well, most of what I do will support people in their personal growth and in their families as well, you know, sometimes I'll have the spouse of a client phone me and thank me for making a difference in their lives as well. Right. So that's kind of fun. Yes, but Sue, I am perfect in every way about my business. Then I don't... you're not my client. <laughs> <laughs> then you're not my client. Well, but who is your client? Yeah, that's a good question. It's a broad range, honestly, from the small business owner to the large corporation. You know, right. one of my most recent clients was Michelin. Oh, working, the tire company. Yeah, and I'm wow. working with their global innovation department, and right. that's kind of fun. But I also love to work 
boots on the ground business people that just want to improve themselves and improve their businesses. One of the things that I hear on a somewhat frequent basis is that, well, anybody can be a coach. Well, yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> that's true. Right? But, but not everybody can be a good coach. Ah, uh, there you go. There you have it. Because And I don't actually call myself a coach. Right. I call myself a consultant. I think there right. is a little bit of a subtle difference. Right. But I do do some executive coaching, yeah. A lot of business coaches, a lot of consultants are very wishy-washy. That's not, not you. <laughs> <laughs> That's not you. And for somebody like yeah. me who... You know, I, I want those answers now. I, I don't That's want you to funny. beat around the bush. I want you to just yeah. tell me like it is. Yeah. I find this highly refreshing. What do you have for the business owner that is kind of, well, I don't know if I should get a coach. And maybe, maybe she'll tell me the, the thing I don't yeah. want to hear. I will tell you the thing that you don't want to hear. It's almost guaranteed. Right. Uh, so I asked my son recently what he thought my strengths were, and one of the things that he said was direct. <laughs> True. And right. That, that's a strength and a weakness, right? Right. But if I ask my clients what they like about working with me, it is the direct approach because I'll help them get somewhere faster right. and save them time. I, I, I'm not going to allow somebody to go down the wrong alley if I can prevent it. Right. And I'll, I'll try actually not to uh, let them know they're going down the wrong alley. I'll try and ask the questions that have them see that for themselves. Do you have an example? Yeah, so if we take a, one of the larger organizations that I'm working with at the moment, uh -huh. they were suggesting to me that, you know, an 8%, five to 8% increase in revenues and, and bottom line mm -hmm. in the next 12 months would be quite satisfactory. And I kind what, of, wait a second. Um, what was what was the point? Five to eight percent increase. Wow. <laughs> well, for yeah. a lot of for a lot of businesses, yeah. that's significant. That's yeah. a lot. Yeah, that that's not. I don't want those kind of results. Right. I want you know twenty to one hundred and twenty percent increases with my clients. Right. So, and when they told me that they would be happy with five to eight percent, I I can. One of my strengths is that I'm able to see. I can't say I've got a crystal ball, right. but I can see possibility for clients. Right. So I asked them a few questions, and then they come back and they said, well, you know, maybe maybe 8% is a little on the low side. Yeah, I think so. Right. Yeah. right. But, but in the question asking, for example, I'll say to them, well, you know, isn't your market fairly strong right now? And they'll go, yeah, the market's fairly strong. Aren't you very satisfied with the customers that you've got uh, with Aren't they very satisfied with you? Yeah, they're very satisfied with us. Do you have enough hours in a day? No. So you, you do you have a little bit of capacity? And right. then they go, yeah, 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 we, we could probably do. And, th and then they start getting excited about right. the future, as opposed to me saying, why don't you go for 50%? Right. And they go, oh. It's a, they start getting excited when they start joining the dots for themselves. And that leads us to something that's really important because you've got a new program coming up. I do have a new program. I'm pretty excited about it. Again, I just want to say, Michael, yeah. everybody, every business person should take a couple of weeks off in one stretch. Right. Because it's in those times when you're not working that you're able to join the dots for yourself and you're able to look beyond your everyday, day-to-day -day stuff right. and change the business as usual thing. So I have some offers which I'm still doing independently. You know, for example, the strategy or the uh, 
velocity, I call it, because I want to increase people's ability to produce results right. in the shortest time frame. Uh -huh. But that's my strategic planning program. And then I have a very good six-day um, leadership program, very comprehensive six-day transformational leadership right. program. 98.5% people that have done the program have told me it's changed their life. And we've had several guests on the show who've gone through that program. That's right, yeah. Right. That's right. And generally, people say good things about that. Right. And then I have another, another offer called Power Group, which puts powerful business people together to become their own board of advisors, if you like. Right. So what I'm doing is I'm putting those things together, basically, and I'm taking, I want to take a leader, somebody like yourself, for example, right. or in a bigger organization, or a department head, you know, somebody that is able to make decisions, right. that has that ability or authority to make decisions. And I want to put them in a room together so and do, I want six people, only six people at a time, so it's a very small, very intimate group. I want to put those six people together through the Being a Leader program. They don't have to be in the same organization. In fact, they're likely not to be in this case. Right. Though I do do that program in-house as well. So I want to put those six people through the Being a Leader program. And in that time, in those six days, and they're not six days together, they'll be a day, a month. They will form quite an intimate bond and understand what they're up to in their lives and in their businesses. And then I want to put that same six into a power group, which will be four hours a month for the full six months as well. And I want them to have a very strategic approach to power groups. So in other words, I want to get this result at the end of six months, right. or I want to have this milestone for this bigger result at the end of six months. So they'll be working and driving toward a specific big goal, big right. outcome. And, uh, and then they'll get one-on-one -on -one coaching from me for the six months as well. So I'm kind of excited about it because I know that what's going to happen is those six people, and I'm hoping that this will be replicable for sure. Sure. Um, I think that those six people will have such breakthroughs in their ability to lead that they won't really need me beyond the six months because they'll have the system and the thinking and the processes in place to just drive any result moving forward. So I'm excited about it. How much do you think something like this is worth? Yeah, do you want me to say the figure that I'm, I'm putting sure, on it? Sure, fire away. It's a, it's a $30,000 offer. But what? Yeah, some businesses can't afford not to do it. Right. So I was working recently with a company that was working with me for a few days, like six days on the leadership program. Right. And they took on saving their organization $10 million. Wow. Right? $10 million. Right. So $30,000, $50,000 for a $10 million deduction in expense and in, in, in cost. Another company that I was working with um, fairly recently went from 80 million one year in, in top line revenue to 170 million in the following wow. year. Wow, yeah. that's so, impressive. Now, you know, those might not be great examples for our small business celebration clients, but I promise you that you'll get a decent return on your investment for that six month jam packed transformational program. You'll get the return on investment. When we come back, we're going to talk about decision-making. Yes, I know we're all leaders and we're all the heads of our kingdoms, as it were, but this is something that's been coming up a lot lately, is about decision-making, or more importantly, the lack of decision-making as far as business owners and leadership and the success of your business. But before we do that, 
Sue, if visioneers want to get in touch with you, how do they do that? They can give me a call or text me on my cell number at 661-301-7162. Right. They can email me. My email address is sue at businessinitiatives.com. Plural. Plural, because I have more than one initiative, right? Perfect. Yeah, so those are the easiest ways to get hold of me. Website? Businessinitiatives.com. And if you enjoy Small Business Celebration, go ahead and like, subscribe, and notify, and we'll be back. Will we be back? I don't know. That's a decision we've got to make. Uh, I, I think it probably is worthwhile to be back for this next segment. <laughs> we'll be right back. And we hope you will be too. Uh. <laughs> the winter season is rapidly approaching, but are the tires on your car or truck ready for wet weather? Bakersfield's best tire store, Clareau Tire, has been serving families like yours for 80 years and installs and services the tires your family depends on when the wet weather comes. Give Clareau Tire a call at 661-324-6069 and ask them about what tire works best for you and your budget. Call Clareau Tire at 661-324-6069 or visit them at 530 East 21st Street in Bakersfield or at ClareauTire.com today. The wet winter weather is rapidly approaching. Call Clareau Tire at 661-324-6069 today. I'm here with Sue Watson, the owner of Business Initiatives, and our visionary question comes from Josie who asks, with overwhelming turn of business culture to a woke attitude, how do I know the decisions I make today won't be twisted to mean something other than what I intended tomorrow? You do not know that the decisions you make today will not be twisted tomorrow, and here's okay. why. Okay. Because we are all human and we interpret events. Uh, so it's it not even what was said, right. it's the interpretation of what was said that's the, it was the problem. Mm. My advice to Josie would be to make sure, I always try and just live beyond reproach. Right. I, I try and be thoughtful, I know what I'm up against, Right. I try and be thoughtful when I'm dealing with employees. I right. try and be thoughtful when I'm speaking. Mm. I think I try and think before I speak. I don't always do a great job. Right. I'm quick to apologize if I feel I've offended somebody. And I think there's a basis of relationship that saves me from the bullet every now and again as well. You're relational. I'm relational. The closer, the, the, the stronger the relationships are, the less chance that somebody's going to shoot you later. And there's the old adage that you can't condemn history by today's standards. I don't know about you, but the person I am today is not the same person I was 20 years ago. No, no, I'm not even the same person I was two years ago, three years ago. Right. And the fear, I think, from what I'm getting out of Josie's question, is that she, this is paralyzing her from making a decision. Good, we can talk through decision-making process that I like to use, particularly okay. if I've got a difficult decision to make. Sure. But there's a few things in, in there, Michael. First off, if it's a decision that might have a serious consequence, you might want to touch into your community mm -hmm. and, and, and determine whether you're making a good decision. For example, you know, your human resource attorney. Right. Because some of those human resource questions and decisions are a little bit uh, edgy, right, right? You know, it it could be that you want to check in with your CPA. I'm about to make a decision now, right, about something, and I'm a bit upset because my CPA is out of town. You know, how dare he do that when I need him? 
sure. right? But I think that sometimes we just need to know who to speak to that can give us some good, uh, good support with right. the decisions that we make. And you also do that by other kinds of organizations that you can belong to in associations. Yep. What kinds of what kinds do you recommend? I think that power group or not. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's your putting together, right? That that's one. Yeah. And in addition to there are so many organizations in town that have memberships of business owners. For example, Kern Economic Development Corporation, right. where we're sitting. I know you're a member of Executive Association of Kern County. Right. Right. There are women's group. There's Bakersfield Babes in Business. Right. There are multiple business networking opportunities. Right. And again, you have to gravitate to a group of people that you trust. Mm. Don't ask questions of everybody because they won't give you necessarily good answers. But if you know that somebody's got a very sound business mind and they've developed and grown their own business, right. and you trust their decision making, then yeah, pick up the phone and ask them. You've gotten a survey, and you've gotten several different opinions. Now what? You know, I always know that a decision has to be made when there's a should in my mind. Ah, okay, right. right. Should, should I, I should I buy this new piece of equipment? Right. Should I buy a new car? Should I fire Michael? Right. Should I give Stephen a raise? Right. You know, there's generally a should of that identifies that a decision needs to be made. Right. Because as soon as you've got a should, then you've got an either or kind of an answer, mm. right? Right, right. Yeah, so, so that's where it starts. And then what I do is I take the emotion out of it and I try and stick with the facts. Mm. And the facts would be like? This equipment is X number of years old. Mm. This equipment takes X number of minutes to produce a widget. Mm. This equipment nearly took somebody's hand off last week. Right, yeah. It's becoming a liability. Okay. And so you've gone through those questions, and then what do you ask? Well, the next part would be who's going to be affected by the decision. Okay. Right, so if you're taking the new piece of equipment, right. how many people am I going to have to train on that would be another question to ask. Right. Who's going to be affected by it? Do, what do they think of new market trends, do they know anything? So then I might bring a representative in that is going to be affected right. by my decision. Do you ask your employees? I do. Okay. And what do you ask them? What do you think about this? How oh, okay. do, you, do you think that this machine is worth fixing? Or, or do you think that we should buy something else? Or why do you think? Right. Okay. right. And you're asking a question. You're not asking their you're not asking them to make the decision for you. Mm. You're asking questions of them. So again, it's furthering your fact-finding. You're not abdicating your authority to them. You're simply right. asking them for information. That's right. That's right. And then you're allowing everybody to input to the decision. Right. right. So what you're still doing is you're still working out all of the information that you need to make a well-grounded, unemotional decision. And there it is. Unemotional. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you've gone through this process. You, right. Liability is what's working with it. You've gotten a, a pool of advice from your, your associates and colleagues and from yeah. your employees. Yeah. Now what? Well, now you should have um, a range of opportunity, a range of decisions that can be made or, or uh, answers to the question. Mm. Should I buy a new piece of machinery? Yeah, I could buy X or Y or Z, or I could fix B, or I could, you know, like, right. I could fix, there are a lot of options then. Right. Right, but now based on the amount of, so now what you're doing in effect is you're determining, and sometimes if it's a very difficult decision, 
I'll even journal about it or bullet print bullet about it. And I'll say, okay, these are my options. These five of my options. And then I generally go, eeny, meeny, miny, no. <laughs> <laughs> but you look for the strongest, yeah. the strongest, worst possibility. Yeah. Yeah. And then once I've made my decision, then it's important to go back to the people who are affected by the decision or the people that I've talked to and say, I've made a decision and this is the decision that I've made. And stick with it. You can change your mind if you want to. Okay. You know, sometimes, you, you know, Michael, in business today, you have to pivot quite quickly. Right. So you could say, I could come back to everybody and say, I've made this decision to do X. And then tonight I find somebody that tells me, oh, no, 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 don't do that. I'm going to change my mind. And it's okay to say, I changed my mind. Yes. Yes. It's, it's good to communicate to people what's happening, though, what's going on, what they can expect. When you were growing up, yeah. You started off as a civil engineer? I did. You made a decision to leave at the time it was South Africa. Yeah. What brought you to the States? Yeah, there's uh, some opportunities right. for me. And um, I had a son who I uh, adopted from South Africa. Right. And he's a black, he was black South African. Oh, wow. And, and I actually thought that there would be more opportunity for him here. And this was back in... Back in the day. <laughs> Back in the day, right? Well, uh, He's 27 now. We came here when he was five. And knowing the geopolitical situation of time, that's, that's a big decision. Yes. Walk us through that. Yeah, I, I'm never, I've never really been a person that's frightened of making decisions. I actually like change in my life, and I like opportunity in my life. You know, in fact, it's sometimes a harder decision for me to, is to stay with any one thing. Mm. Right, so this has been a long time. This is the longest time I've been anywhere in my life is Bakersfield, California, 22 years. Wow. Yeah, I think once you've made a decision and, you, and you, you've got some momentum, in other words, there's no going back. Right. You know, you're on the airplane. You've got your five-year-old son with you and you're a single mom. You're on the airplane and you've got everything, including his little bicycle wrapped up in your suitcase somehow, right? Right. Then, then you're on the airplane and you're on your way or you've decided you're going to go and buy the red car, whatever it is, no matter how big or small, it's the same principle. It's like, all right, I'm here now. Let me make the most of it. Right. Right. And assuming that hopefully you haven't made those big decisions in the spur of the moment. Right. I came to Bakersfield before I moved to Bakersfield. Ah. Uh. Even, even decisions that you make on the spur of the moment, there's nothing wrong with that. Because sometimes I think if you, if you follow your gut with the first thing, right. it's sometimes a better decision. You, you know what happens with people, why they don't make decisions, is because they get paralyzed with the, is it A or is it B or is it blue or is it red? Or right. should I eat pizza for dinner or should I, you know, have should a salad? Should I go to Yorkshire or should I go to Bakersfield with my, with my son? Well, I'd already left Yorkshire, so I'd already done it. So actually the move to America was my second international hop. Yeah? Yeah. I'm a little gypsy. I like, I like traveling. I like seeing new things. I like meeting new people. So, and then, but then again, you see, you see when the thing not to do is if you, if you decide that you, what car do you drive? I drive a, a Subaru. Okay, what Super color Bowl. is it? 
Well, they claim that it's charcoal gray, but it's all right. black. It's all right, it's black. So, so you, you, that's an awful color in Bakersfield, right? You're telling me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great. <laughs> never again. I yeah, will never a have a black. I know, right? So everybody that's ever had a black car right. says no more black cars in Bakersfield, and we've got fallout, dust, whatever it is, pollen, whatever it is. It's always never black. Right. So, so you you chose a black car, and you're riding it home. And you've, you've got some choices. You know, my next-door neighbor bought a car, and she hated it. And she bought a new car again in four months, five months. I'm sure she got a decent deal because, right. you know. So if you hate the decision that you've made, most decisions that you make are not terminal. So if you absolutely hate your black car, go get another one. Just don't complain about your black car for 10 years. Or, in my case, realize that all the good things about my car vastly outweigh the fact that's right that it's black. that's right yeah that's right and 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 you can always rewrite your future when we come back we're going to talk about abdicating your authority as a business owner to somebody that you rather wish you hadn't oh okay. come right back the reason we're here with Sue Watson today is because of the financial support that comes from visioners just like you through our Patreon page. Simply go to patreon.com forward slash small business celebration and get bonus content, bonus information that you need to have the breakthrough your business deserves. Simply go to patreon.com forward slash small business celebration and who knows? After watching this episode, if you watch all the way to the end, you might get insight to something else we may be having here on our Patreon page. So simply go to patreon.com forward slash small business celebration and sign up and become a Patreon member today. I'm here with Sue Watson, the owner of Business Initiatives, and our visionary question comes from Steve who asks, I've hired a general manager to be the decision maker in my business. Now there is constant turmoil in my business and I'm having a lot of turnover in employees. But he's making the decisions I don't want to make. What do I do? Yeah, that's good. It reminds me of your Subaru story. Okay. Right? All right. If, if the general manager is doing more good than bad, right. you know, weigh up, weigh up your pros and cons. Is he doing more good than bad? He's making decisions that you don't want to make. Mm. How much is it? It's the same thing. How much is it costing you in that turnover? Right. How much is it costing you to your own peace of mind to see your company in turmoil? Right. And know that you can, you can change the decision. You know, I've worked with companies, Michael, where there have been partners in business for a number of years, and then all of a sudden... In fact, I've got a client now who's very interesting. Mm. He's in business. He's not in town. He's in business. There are three of them, three owners. Right. The two owners are older than he is, and they all had an exit plan. Like, not an exit plan. The two, the two older ones right. were going to exit the company in 10 years from now, and the younger one was going to be ready to, to buy it from them, right. to buy them out. And what happened is they got somebody working with them that said, you should just sell this business and threw out a ridiculous amount of money. Right. And now the two older partners want to sell the business, and the young one feels betrayed. Right? Right. He shouldn't feel betrayed. He should be working on a plan to for, fast forward his end goal by 10 years. Right. Right? 
So, so this person, Steve, if he doesn't like the decision that he made, it doesn't matter how long ago he made the decision, right. he can rewrite his future. And he may not want to, and that's okay too. One of the things that you asked me before we started recording is, have you ever gone on a vacation and did nothing? Yeah. Now, I, you know, I, and I, I, it's one of the reasons I take a vacation is to do nothing. I like to go up in the yeah. mountains and conveniently my cell phone doesn't work. Oh, darn. Yeah. But what about you? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you like to travel. You I like love to get traveling. Yeah. I love traveling. Last year I went to Peru. It was the best trip that I've ever taken in my life. Machu Picchu? I climbed Machu Picchu Mountain. Right, right. Um, you didn't touch the llamas, did you? Because they don't like it when you do they that. They spit at you. <laughs> <laughs> but I've got some cute pictures of baby llamas. Right. Yeah, so yeah, I went to um, Peru. I had the best trip ever. And then from Peru I went with a girlfriend to Galapagos. And we snorkeled every day and it was brilliant. And it was lots of walking, hiking, snorkeling. And it was a go, 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 go vacation. I loved it. That's my kind of vacation. Right. This year, through, through an accident, really, my, I shouldn't say that, actually. My son's wife fell pregnant, and we were all going to go away to this resort right. in Mexico. And I ended up, long story short, prepaying for 12 nights for my family. Right. Like, you know, a few rooms, a couple of nights a room I prepaid. So I ended up with 12 nights that were prepaid in this resort. So we went to this resort in Mexico. And it was awesome. It was great. It was peaceful. And I was like, oh, my goodness, am I going to sit here with nothing to do? Now, when I say nothing to do, you know, you can walk on the beach, you can snorkel, and then the biggest decision that you make, though, Michael, is where you're going to eat dinner. Right. Right, because there's five restaurants. Where, where am I going to eat dinner tonight? That becomes like... The big thing. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and rather than drive myself nuts with this sit on the butt, on the patio, watching the sea, vacation, I started journaling again. And I've been thinking about journaling again. And I started journaling again. And it's almost like I allowed myself time to catch up with myself. Mm. And I didn't altogether like it, mm. right? It was, it was uncomfortable. You had to think about things that you didn't want to think about. I didn't have to, I suppose, but how do you turn it off once it right. starts, right? Um, yeah, and I lost my mom a year ago, and I've been in a bit of a funk since then. So I decided maybe it's time that I did some rewriting of my own future. So I started journaling, and um, I decided that, yes, I do want to be a consultant. I do want to keep changing people's lives. I do. This is a great platform for transformation and, and helping people generate what they want and generate a life they love, right. basically. And um, last year in Peru, I came back and I wrote, it could have been a blog, but I didn't publish it anywhere. I wrote a, an article on all of the things that were business related that fell out of the trip for me. Right. This year, while I was there, I did the writing and, and came up with some refresh for my refresh and reset for my business including yeah the new product that you've got. the new the new offer is going to be spectacular because nobody can go through that six-month program and be the same person we we talked in the break right. about people's transformation over years this is going to be six months 
that knocks the cobwebs off, puts you in a trajectory for a life you love with some peer accountability, some good coaching, and a great program, and you will be changed. And also with this program, it's not just for small business owners. You've also worked with Kaiser, you've worked with Michelin, other companies. Why have you also branched into that particular area as well? Well, you know, when I'm working with a bigger company, oftentimes what will happen is they'll get new employees and then want to put onesie-twosies uh, through, a, through a public offering. Right. But again, I like working with smaller businesses as well. Right. Smaller businesses are fast moving and you can get some big results in a short time frame. This is my favorite question, and I ask it every single interview. Mm. What makes you wake up every morning and open your business? I know my business, changing people's lives. I, I like to think of myself as somebody who helps people rewrite the future. Mm. You know, in, in my leadership program, there's a project that has to be done, and there are a couple of criteria for the project is you have to lead one other person and you have to do something that wasn't going to happen without you. Mm. And um, I had somebody call me, and he was a little emotional. He had an autistic son, and his autistic son had had a big seizure in a shopping mall, mm. nearly died, and his parents were not able to bring him back to life, resuscitate him. So a store manager had actually saved their son's life. Wow. And he said, uh, and this is a business client, right? And he said, I wonder if my project should be putting my wife and myself through first aid training. Well, you know, you could say, well, that's, that's a given, right? right? But they didn't want to face what had happened. They didn't want to talk about it. It was too emotional for them. Well, having, this, having your kid have a seizure yeah. right in front of you, that, yeah. that's traumatic. Yeah. So I told them that's the right project to take on. Right. And he just sent me a text message to say, Sue, I didn't want to tell you before you went on your vacation but my son had another seizure, oh, no. and we were ready. Oh. Right? So, yeah, it's, it's, it's literally a life-saving program, right? It's a life-changing program, but, a life, but, but anybody can rewrite their future. How so? The biggest challenge for people is knowing what they want. If you know what you want, you can generally find a way to make it happen. Sue, this has been a real privilege. Thank you for joining us here on Small Business Celebration. Yeah, thanks. It's always fun talking to you, Michael. Stone soup or not? No soup. <laughs> You'll have to watch our previous episode <laughs> to, to get that joke. But if visioners want to get in touch with you, Sue, how do they do that? 661-301-7162 or sue at businessinitiatives.com. Now, visioners. You've waited this long. We have something special to announce. If you've enjoyed this content, if you've enjoyed this information, Sue is thinking about coming and joining us on our Patreon page. Simply go to patreon.com forward slash small business celebration. And if you would like to get more information on coaching, you'd like to get some more content along those lines, let Sue know. Let myself know. We may go ahead and add it to our Patreon program so that you can get special content that can help you grow a strong and profitable business and get the breakthrough in a very condensed period of time that you're looking for. And with that, yes. If people want more information on decision making, yeah. 
I have a document that I'll be happy to send them. All they need to do is send me an email and ask. And your email is? Sue at businessinitiatives.com. And I'll be right back with my final thoughts. The winter season is rapidly approaching, but are the tires on your car or truck ready for wet weather? Bakersfield's best tire store, Clarou Tire, has been serving families like yours for 80 years and installs and services the tires your family depends on when the wet weather comes. Give Clarou Tire a call at 661-324-6069 and ask them about what tire works best for you and your budget. Call Clarou Tire at 661-324-6069 or visit them at 530 East 21st Street in Bakersfield or at ClarouTire.com today. The wet winter weather is rapidly approaching. Call Clarou Tire at 661-324-6069 today. The Bird Feeder. About 12 years ago or so, I rescued a male Russian blue cat and appropriately named him Sasha. And I've had many cats over my time, and he is by far the most intelligent cat I've ever had the privilege of living with. After all, he, I live in his house, you know, that's the way it works with cats. But he's also incredibly appreciative, and the reason I know this is that starting several years ago, he would bring in various um, critters. As, he would, as we would call them, into the house and demonstrate that he was being a productive member of society. In fact, one time while my wife and I were in bed, he brought in a dove and strutted around the bed with us in it, showing us how great and wonderful and how productive he was to the household. To say the least, Tamla was not happy. Fast forwarded to a couple weeks ago, and Sasha was at it again. There in the tall grass of the backyard, Sasha was stalking his prey. When Tamil exclaimed, Sasha, stop that! Don't do that! And Sasha jumped up and startled and looked at her and gave her the look like, what are you doing? And she said, Sasha, stop hunting the birds! It's wrong! To which Sasha just gave her the, meh. And Tamla and I had this conversation because she was trying to deny Sasha what he was born to do. He was, he was born to go after rats and lizards and birds. And that's how he was also showing his appreciation for living with us and us taking care of him. It was by taking care of all the varmints around the house. And it also got me to thinking, do you have an employee or know somebody that does that seems to conveniently say the wrong thing at the wrong time? Or keep doing things that everybody just looks at them like, what on earth are you doing? Well, possibly it could be that we just don't understand their nature and what they're trying to do is show that they appreciate what they do or what we do for them. Sometimes maybe what we need to do is appreciate them by helping them out, giving them some kind of recognition that what they're doing, as odd as it sounds, is appreciated nonetheless. Just like what I've done with Sasha. A couple days ago, I got him a bird feeder. 
I hope you enjoyed our conversation this week with Sue Watson, the owner of Business Initiatives. I hope you learned something that you can use today to grow a strong and profitable business. And we'll see you here again next week when we celebrate another small business making a big breakthrough. Thank you for listening to the Small Business Celebration Podcast. Some of today's music was brought to you by Ted Hammond, and you might find more of Ted's music at ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. That's ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. If you enjoyed this episode and gained some insight from it for your business, subscribe to the Small Business Celebration Podcast at iTunes.com forward slash Small Business Celebration and give us a five-star review. Also, if there's a business you'd like us to interview, reach out to us on LinkedIn and Facebook and let us know. Until next time, I'm your host, Michael Roberts of the Small Business Celebration Podcast, and we wish you a strong and profitable business.